Hello and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where Nick Benson and my dad Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother Nick Benson. What's up? Hi, Nicholas. Hello. How are you? Good. Yeah. How about now? Still good. And now? <laughs> <laughs> And here at the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, uh, we like to be salt and light in a bland and dark world. And uh, Nick, we are 98 mm. episodes old. Closing in on 100. Closing in on 100. Could be something cool coming around 100 or not. Or not, same thing. Who knows? God's got this. <laughs> yeah, that, he sure does. <laughs> but uh, today's, today's episode, we wanted to talk about thankful uh, being being after the the Thanksgiving holiday, uh, you know, wanted to make sure that we took an opportunity just at least topically discuss this, um, but also just kind of share a little bit uh, of our heart with you guys. So, uh, Nick, hmm. are, you, are you thankful? Very. Very? Yeah. Tell me more, Nick. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. But wait. Um, yeah, no, this, this topic is on the broader side for thankful, like, like you said, kind of following up after the Thanksgiving holiday, but something that we should reflect on and do on a daily basis, like not just a holiday to be Mm -hmm. thankful for your family and the things that you have and what you've been given. Um, but it's something that we, um, have to learn how to do on a daily basis mm-hmm. and starting with myself being number one culprit on this because it is easy to um, be busy and glance over things. It's easy to mm-hmm. get accustomed to certain things. <laughs> um, so it is a good heart check on a daily basis to remind yourself what you have to be thankful for. And first and foremost, obviously we were thankful for, what Jesus did for us, right? And Amen. He died on the cross and created that way to heaven for every single person on this earth. Uh, were now and then even to come until He comes. Um, but then, like pulling it back to then trying to make it a personal. What am I thankful for? What things am I thankful for? Obviously, like first and foremost, or like after Jesus would be like my family. You know, my wife, mm-hmm. my kids. Um, obviously work and the financial side of things. Um, mm. but something that stuck, stuck out immediate, you know, thankful for friendships like you as well too. Aww. I don't want to, I don't want to forget, you know, obviously the, the friends and the fellowship because <laughs> without that, my, my iron would be super dull. Right. Like I, I would not be able to cut through anything in the world without having proper fellowship with like-minded, uh, brothers and, and family and, so super thankful for what the Lord's doing. I'm thankful, but but looking up or even thinking on and praying about what to what to talk about. You know, like mm-hmm. how can we brought how can I take this broad topic and kind of narrow it down? Um, the first verse that stood out to me is Psalms 50 verse 14, mm. because in the NLT it says, "Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God, and keep your vow keep the vows you made to the Most High." Mm. And for me. I'm a married man, so vows start with the the, the marriage vow, right? And I gotta be, I gotta keep those. I gotta keep the vows of uh, being trusted to be a father. I gotta keep the vows that 
I am a, um, a worker that gets paid and does it so diligently and stays focused during those work times. But the, <clears throat> but the sentence starts with, excuse me, starts with make thankfulness your sacrifice to God. Mm. So that's like, for me, that's what I'm thinking. Like my daily, as soon as I wake up, I'm praying, thanking God for obviously the day, right? Mm. Being able to wake up, being able to breathe. Even when we <clears throat> get to play sports and things like that, it's like, thank you, God, for being able to run up and down this field or this court. Because mm-hmm. um, you could take things for granted until you lose them. And then it becomes, man, I, I had it so good or I had this or whatever. And then now you have like regret almost because mm-hmm. you weren't actually thankful during those times and overlooked them so easily. So for me and my life and, you know, I, I'm trying to make thankfulness my, my sacrifice to God. So I'm mm-hmm. like everything I'm doing, everything that I have, everything that I plan to do is with that attitude of gratitude. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Um. Man, I want you to keep going, right? Because you had so much, you had so much there. I was like, you know, a bunch of stuff was running through my mind. But you're you're a hundred percent right. You know, thankfulness is it's it's a position and it's a place. Um, there's there's also within it implied like humility, and, mm-hmm. and you mentioned that word like gratitude, because it's recognizing what has been done, where it came from, mm-hmm. and then expressing the thanks and the gratitude towards towards that person for us it's god and his son jesus christ and what it took for him to give up his son and send his son down here so that we can have a relationship with him we can have eternity with him and you know for us to truly understand that it's impossible right but Mm. the parts (laughs) that we do know and we do understand like it, it it brings us to our needs and gratitude right but at the same time, there's there's a couple of there's a couple of things that come out of that position that we have to maintain, right? Because it's it's easy in moments to think about everything that God's given us, right? Like like our wives, like our children, like our families, like our friends, mm-hmm. our opportunities to serve, our jobs, you know, um, our our finances all these things, you know, we're, we're grateful for, but it's only in pockets, right? You know, when our kids do something, you know, that, that, that are, that we don't like, right. You know, we don't have as much gratitude towards them then. Right. <laughs> right. You know, when work is good, isn't going good, we don't have that much gratitude towards the work. Right. Yeah. When the paycheck isn't what we wanted it to be, we don't have that much gratitude you know, towards it. Right. But it's when it's good, mm. it's easy. easy, but we should perpetually be in a position of, of thankfulness mm-hmm. because, above all things we get eternity right right we 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 get to accept what jesus was offering at the cross mm-hmm. like we get to accept it right the the repentance of our sins the remissions of our sins i should say you know the access to heaven like all these things are given to us mm-hmm. everything else you know like we talked about before is like collateral beauty like everything else is just collateral beauty we don't need anything else other than that but whatever we do need god is faithful and just to provide those things for us mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of like, it's, it's really, it's really humbling to think what God did for you. Right. And then what extra things that we get that abundance, Mm. right. That abundance that we get of everything else where, you know, we get moments like this that you and I can, can sit and talk about him, Mm -hmm. right. And hang out, right. And make fun of each other. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) He said, yep. Yep. Um, but 
like I wanted to to everybody knows this psalm, right? Psalm 100 because it's that that psalm of thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but there's actually like four different four different parts of it. But I also, you know, wanted to talk about what like what those those things that we're we're thankful for like we have to hold with an open hand. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's something that, you know, God's continually, you know, showing me because like I'm thankful for my wife, but that doesn't mean like I get to hold on to this thing and not let, you know, anything else have it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's God's daughter, first yeah. of all, right? Before she was my wife, that's God's daughter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those things that we're thankful for, we tend to like covet and protect and they're not ours. And it's that holding it with an open hand right. concept. So as we're being thankful, that doesn't mean we get to harvest anything from it. It's still God's, mm-hmm. it's still a gift from God. And that's kind of like a uh, a mindset that we have to take. So Psalm Psalm 100, uh, it's only five verses. It says, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is good. Sorry, he is God and good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is he who has made us and we, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. So there's like four components to these five verses. Uh, and I wrote them, I, I have them actually written in my Bible. I rarely actually like write words in my Bible because there's no, there's no room. Um, but I wrote on this one, there's four components. So worship, serve, thanksgiving, and then obey. Mm-hmm. Right. And that obey part is, is kind of like what will, I don't want to get like too like weird, but that, that's what will complete the cycle. Mm-hmm. It's not that easy mm-hmm. where you can just round that corner and be right back, you know, to where you're back to worship. Mm-hmm. But that, that obedience will bring you back to worship. Mm-hmm. Right. So when we worship then we serve, you get to work. Right. We're thankful for that opportunity. And then we obey for what's next, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to worshiping and it kind of creates like a little bit of a cycle or a circle that, you know, that's that's where we should be. Mm-hmm. That's the heart of Thanksgiving is doing those things. If you're thankful, then you should do something about it. You shouldn't just sit there and be like, I'm going to hold on to this as long as I can. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's gone. And then you're like left hanging like, OK, now what? Right. No. Mm-hmm. Right. We got to obey. And we got to get back to work. Right. Yeah, that obedience sector of that um, is the crucial part because it, if it's after the thankful, like, so that means you have to be obedient to the things that you're thankful for. Yes. So, like, those things that you're thankful you have and those things that you're thankful for receiving, you have to then be obedient within those things. Mm-hmm. So it's whether it's being a steward of whatever it is, a family, your finance, et cetera, or thankful in, you know, the ability that you have to be able to read the Bible and then um, talk about it or mm-hmm. write about it. Mm-hmm. That's also something you need to be obedient with. It's not something that's just for you. Maybe you have that gift because you should be also sharing that with others, you know, starting with family, et cetera. So the, the obedience after that's the making thankfulness your sacrifice to God. I feel, I feel like that's like mm. one of the most crucial parts of actually being thankful is what are you doing with it or mm-hmm. how are you applying what you are thankful for? Because I feel like 
for the longest time and still to this very moment, I can receive knowledge. I can receive everything, but then what do I do with it? Mm -hmm. Am I just thankful and then sit there thankful? And, you know, like, I I don't know why I keep going back to thinking about Paul and Silas in the jail, right? Because they were, you know, they were locked up for nothing really Mm -hmm. for, they were like, for casting out yeah, a, a demon, a out, demon of a out of a woman, out, yeah, yeah, out of someone. So it's in. It's crazy <clears> that they're like they were beaten and they're like locked up for no reason, like for not for nothing they did illegally. Yeah. Yet they sang hymns of praise and thankfulness and mm-hmm. pray and were praying through it. Yeah, audibly <laughs> as well. That's crazy. Yeah, and like when we. When we are on the mountaintop, we're singing. We're oh, like, yeah. yeah, these dudes were in like the the inner portion of the jail, which is the worst part where all the, like the pee and the feces like roll in there. Right. So they were probably, you know, it's been said like ankle deep yeah. and like poop and pee. Right. And and they're and they're in stocks, so they're like kind of like chained up, locked up. Like they are, they're going through it. And when they're in that valley, in the worst place of the worst time of their lives. Like they're singing hymns. Thankful. Yeah. Like that, that, that's something that, you know, you're right. Every time I read that portion of scripture, um, it's, it's no, it's no, um, shock that the Philippian jailer gets saved. Right. Right. (laughs) I was just going to go there because I'm like how thankful they were that then the Lord was able to use that moment and then save a household. And then who knows the well, ripple effect from that family a church right outside of lydia right there's a church that yeah true that, that, that started there 100 percent. yeah that that and that that thankfulness in that moment will be so much more effective than the thankfulness at the mountaintop mm-hmm. right yeah, because real. everybody's gonna be thankful at the mountaintop right everybody has a, a, an acceptance speech you right. know what i mean at the mountaintop yeah. like who has that thankfulness in the valley who has that thankfulness where they were like you know what lord you got this that's where the ministry happens that's where other people are like hold on this is not this is weird right right how is this happening yeah you'll hear like acceptance speech you'll hear secular people first thank god yeah you know but that's like that's that praising on that that mountaintop yes you know like let's go ask that person when you know it's wednesday and they're going through it yeah how do you feel now? How about now? <laughs> How about now? Who are you thankful? <laughs> yeah. Are you thankful now? And who are you thankful to, for too? Yeah. So the, you know that's that that uh, that obedience factor of the thankfulness is is a uh, is a big thing. And I I appreciate you bringing up Psalms 100 because like you said, it is like that Psalm of Thanksgiving. Is that what it says in the? Yeah, that's what it's kind of titled. In my, I don't know if it's titled that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it has. Actually, I'm pretty sure it is. But it, ha- it has like five verses of just like greatness, like gratefulness, you know, like to where you're reading it and you are, you're actually having that heart change, that thankful heart just in reading these verses alone. I mean, verse five, for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation is how the NLT reads it. Like how much, you know, like, you know, like I, I could read that and be like, pretty excited for the day alone just, just <laughs> because you know god is good we know that we agree on that but then his unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation what does it say in yours uh first one right but i know five. Oh, five. okay yeah. yeah it says yeah for the lord is good 
His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Truth and faithfulness are the, yeah. the, the words switched there. And then unfailing love is is switched for you have mercy. Yeah, mercy. His mercy. His mercy. Yeah, that's, I mean, how much more encouragement do you need for the day yeah. than to really take that verse and believe it and then mm-hmm. walk on it? Because that's the being that obedient to being thankful that his love or his mercy continues forever. Mm-hmm. So like he's always going to have mercy for his children and then his faithfulness or his truth continues from generation to generation. That's like the word of God. It never fails. You know, I heard someone make a joke like, you know, CNN will say one thing and Fox News will say another thing. But mm-hmm. the word of God always says the same thing. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, the the position of thankfulness. I don't know if you've ever like been around somebody that's like like an optimist. Let's just say that word, right? Let's use mm-hmm. a secular word. Mm-hmm. That's like a, a an eternal optimist. But there's a guy that I work with, and he he's not like an eternal optimist. Definitely not, right? Because um, he can be pessimistic at times. But he he kind of has this saying. Um, when you ask him how you are, like, Hey, you know, how you doing? Or, you know, how are things? He always says the same thing. Um, he says, uh, and I want to make sure I get it right. He says, yesterday was a good day. He's like, I thought yesterday was a good day. He's like, and then today came along and it's going even better. Right. Oh man, I know. And, I, and every time you hear that, you're like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> what do you have for breakfast? Right. Because, <laughs> right. Because when you say yesterday was a good day, you're like, all right. Yeah. So today's not. And you're like, Oh, I didn't say, Oh, 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 all right. Come with the one too. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's cool. One that he, he kind of has that mindset and that position. Um, but that he's looking for the good and he's being thankful for what he has. He doesn't realize like the depth of what he's, he might, but I don't think he realizes the, the biblical spiritual truth that he's speaking. Right. Because yesterday might've been a good day, Mm -hmm. but today's so much better Mm -hmm. because we're one day closer to the Lord. Mm. Like, I don't know how far in he understands that, but that is, that is a truth. You can only have that. And he truly, I, I believe has this, like, a, a thankful heart mm-hmm. for what he has. Like, this is a, this is a guy that, you know, like the first week that I met him, like he invited me over to his house to have dinner. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's, he's a good guy, mm-hmm. really good guy. And, uh, he, he truly is like a thankful person and a, and a loving person. I've seen him, you know, with his family, mm-hmm. interact with his family and, you know, well, I've known him for quite a while now, but the point I want to make is that like his approach and that thankfulness, it just witnesses and ministers to everybody that he encounters with, because, you know, when you're at work and you're in the thick of the things, or you're just marching down tasks or mm-hmm. you're marching down meetings or whatever it is, you know, you just, you're looking you're looking for the next thing to check off the list or to get done. You're not necessarily thankful that you actually completed it mm. and that you were able to move on to the next task or that you're going to complete something. Right. And he kind of brought that. So that position of thankfulness is always going to witness and minister to, and maybe for us in whatever environment we're in, it's that Philippian jailer that's, uh, uh, you know, about to fall on his own sword, right. That's just going to end it because he's like, there's, I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. If you read that passage before it, while they're while they're telling 
the jailer to lock up Paul and Silas, they say lock them up securely. Mm-hmm. That word, to, at least in the big boy Bible. <laughs> It says, this, I should stop saying that because this isn't the big boy Bible, though. The King James is the big boy Bible. <laughs> the medium boy Bible. <laughs> um, but they tell him to lock him up securely. Mm. So that's why when that earthquake happens, like the Philippian jailer wanted to end it. Mm-hmm. Right. And he becomes thankful that everybody in that prison didn't leave. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the prison didn't leave because of Paul and Silas, right? They're like, we've been listening to you guys. All hell break loose, right? Inside of the the, the jail, the earthquakes, everybody's free. Doors fly, fly open. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what is happening? Like, what are you guys going to do next, mm. right? So that thankfulness, like, went further than the little circle inside of that inner jail. It went to the outside circle because there's prisoners outside there too right mm-hmm. they were in the inner yeah there's prisoners on the outer and then there's people on the outer outer right the jailer who's in charge of everything yeah like that thankfulness had a ripple effect that like paul and silas were just like praising the lord that they're probably still alive mm-hmm. right yeah and they're looking forward to what he has next right and then next thing you know they're like oh that, that's what we got next we're gonna we're gonna get our stripes washed we're gonna get a good meal mm-hmm. that's what's next yeah right and think about that position of thankfulness we would have in whatever position because God doesn't put us in a place where he's not going to use us. True. Right? We don't get, he doesn't put us on the shelf. We're his. Yeah. He's going to use us. It's just, if we open up our aperture enough to see what it is. And then, you know, like we looked at before, like obey, like that last one, obey, now right. get to work. Right. Yeah. And that's, <clears throat> that's having a thankful heart is yeah. putting action to that. Yes. Because you're thankful. Cause you're thankful. Yeah. yeah Cause you, you know, you don't, do things to become thankful mm-hmm. like you're doing things because you are thankful you know like it, it doesn't i don't think it works the other way like you can't work your way to thankfulness like i think it's just it's a it's a matter of the heart you know so it's almost like the you know the mind you know mind's like half the battle right so mm-hmm. like that 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 um fellow uh, co-worker that you're talking about he you know mentality wise he's he's got it you know, mm-hmm. he's locked in. He knows mm-hmm. that yesterday was good, but today's even better. So he's thankful with everything. So mentality wise, he's like, he's as good as you can get. Mm-hmm. But then there's still the faith side of it too, right? So like he, until he gets that internal, until he gets like knowing Jesus like intimately, then it becomes the full picture. And then now he'll have that eternal thankfulness mm-hmm. rather than just like thankful for the day, thankful for yeah given and things like that yeah that net gets wide yeah yeah it gets yeah exactly um but it makes me think of first thessalonians too when we're talking mm. first first sorry first thessalonians 5 i said first Thessalonians two like t-o-o but 518 t- says to be thankful in in all circumstances yeah. for this is god's will for you who belong to christ jesus so like as as a follower of Jesus, wherever he has us, wherever he's got you, we're called to be thankful in that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I even just for the sake of like our Bible study, we're going through John, John four last week yeah. and how the Samaritan la- lady at first is really mm-hmm. non-receptive. Yeah. And not, she's like, 
you know, she's just pushing this, him away. Yeah. She's just like the, like the Jews quote unquote Jews are to them. Like she, yeah. she's kind of given the same treatment. Like, yeah. what do you want anything to do with me? Like, you know, we don't like each other. You know, we're, you're a Jew. I'm a Samaritan. But then when she meets, actually receives and meets Jesus for who he is, the, the I am as the mm. Messiah, she's so thankful and excited that she runs and goes and tells everyone. And forgets her water jug. Yeah, she like yeah. The reason she even went to the well, or she yeah. thought she went to the well for that reason. Oh, she got water. But she got the oh, she living got water. water. She yeah. didn't. She didn't get the you know the the physical water. She got the living water and was so overjoyed in thankfulness for what he just told her and the fact that she felt so forgiven and excited for what just happened. She's going to tell everyone about it, mm. and that's that same similar ripple effect that. Paul and Silas's witness did and in, in their thankfulness and mm. then her witness of thankfulness when she runs back to Samaria and tells everyone she knows. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, like I heard someone make a joke, like listening to teachings before the, the study. I think it was Sandy Adams or someone made a joke of like, yeah, she didn't run back and tell any women because the women didn't want to hear it. Right. She went and she, they weren't even talked to her, but she she went and told all the men. And he was like, believe me, she knew a lot of men. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, you know, so the the ripple effect had an effect because yeah. she was able to speak directly to men and men heard her because they already had, you know, some sort of relationship mm -hmm. beforehand. So it was able to be like, man, I knew who you were before. And now what are you talking about? Like, yeah. now I got to go find out what you're talking about. And there's, there's a boatload of layers. Mm. Um, because if a man would have went and got water at the time and Jesus would have sent that man back in town, that man wouldn't have gotten all the other men to come out. Mm. But this woman was the one that had to go out and get everybody's attention because they already knew she was for all intents and purposes, like in hiding and embarrassed of her situation. Right. And then she comes out, you know, what probably appeared to be like a little bit of a wild woman mm -hmm. speaking wild things. And they have an, they have a duty mm -hmm. to go out and investigate this because that's their town yep. and what's going on. Cause that's our well. Mm. Right. And they go out and find the same water that she ran into mm. right from the well and that was jacob's well i was just gonna say that they were protective of that well actually yes, now that, that you're saying because that. that's jacob's well so yeah yeah so there's a little bit of contention about that well and she who it belongs to too, yeah. yes huh. yeah yeah that's a that's an awesome that's yeah. an awesome story because the encounter when the disciples come back and they're like, wait, what just happened? Like, what, what do you mean? How did you eat? Who brought you food? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh no, guys. Yeah. He's like, the harvest is ready. And they're like, what are you talking about? He's like, look. And yeah. all these men are walking up and they're like, whoa, what just happened? What happened? Yeah. Imagine, right? These dudes were like on the next step and the mission and the mission and the mission. And they're like, wait a second. Like, where, how were these people walking up right now? Hmm. And these are all Samaritans, right? That, that, that could look like confrontation and Jesus called a ministry. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's how he sees us, though. He wants to help us. Yeah. He doesn't see us as enemy. He doesn't see us as a failure. He's not disappointed in what no. we've failed at. Mm. He looks at us as a child and wants yeah. us. The, he wants the best for us. Yeah. Always. And that, that in itself kind of, it always humbles me to think how, how God sees 
like us. Yeah. Like he, he knows what we did, how we did it. and doesn't care all of it. Like everything we've ever done, which are almost all offenses mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> to the cross and to God himself. Like the smell of a lie mm-hmm. is death to him. Mm. Right. Decaying death. And he's like, don't worry about it. He's like, I took care of that. And the next one that we do, like he takes care of it. Yeah. Like how his how far his grace and mercy extends through our lifetime here on earth is like it's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. And for that, Nick, we're thankful. Very. Yeah, we're thankful. So to keep keep rolling on the the thankful topic and you know how we were just talking about the the woman at the well and her receiving and then sharing and being thankful and doing so mm-hmm. uh, it bring, uh, brings me to Colossians 2 6 and 7 it says uh, and now just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord you must continue to follow him let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness so the, and this is this is titled freedom from rules and new life in Christ. So you know, as we have accepted Jesus, as we've believed, now we have to also let the roots grow down, right? You know, like we're we have to be rooted in Him, and then letting your lives be built on Him. Your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught, and you will overflow with thankfulness. Again, that's mm-hmm. His His truth, His His word never returning void but it, you it gives you that thankfulness we're talking about reading that psalms 100 how you can mm-hmm. read it and just feel kind of empowered and thankful just after reading those five verses that's that heart of thankfulness mm-hmm. that you receive after receiving jesus because we can like be you know be thankful as humanly possible but then there's still going to be that eternal thankfulness that um you don't receive or can't receive until jesus becomes part of you mm and grows roots into you because you're going, we have emotions and we have feelings. So it's easy for those to be pushed one way or the other until we get fully rooted in Christ. Mm. And again, we'll still have those attacks. We still wear, you know, this curse of, uh, called flesh. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's gonna, it's gonna battle us. It's a constant battle. Um, but he gives us the ability to fight it. And then, we learn that those circumstances or situations that we are placed in or come across are all in his timing and for his purpose. Mm-hmm. So we have to find the good and the thing and be thankful within those to be effective at least. Yeah. And you know, that's what he wants from us for sure. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the return. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the, that's, that's the return in, uh, in the New King James, I almost said Big Boy Bible again. In the Medium Boy Bible, um, it says um, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Oh, right, nice. abounding. I, I like that word because yeah. abounding, you know, kind of has like some um, some perpetual connotations to it, meaning that it continues. Like the more you do, like the bigger it gets. Mm-hmm. Right, like when you're bouncing on a trampoline, like the more inertia that you build, like the higher you're gonna go. Right. Um, but it's like that, that thanks, that Thanksgiving, which, you know, is a compound word. Um, and it kind of has, um, again, like a cyclical value to it, right? It's, it's thanks and giving Mm -hmm. because you're giving, you get that thanks and then it just, it keeps going and going. Right. right? Yeah. 
Um, and that's, that's something that we should try our best to do. It's, it's, it's hard because there's a lot going on. There's tasks, there's things, there's people, there's problems or situations like all these, mm -hmm. all this stuff is in the pot. Right. But we should just like, if we approach everything from like a thankful, uh, a thankful like position and then open our eyes and continually seek God and say, what would you have me do here? What right. would you have me do here? What am I supposed to do here? And then be thankful for whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's a lot of like work to be done, but it's all, it's all easy when we're keeping our eyes on God. Right. Yeah. That path is the path, right? We continue to look up and just walk on that path. And yes, there's going to be some mountains to climb <laughs> and there's going to be, you know, that, that we're going to have that, you know, that ascent into the valley as well. If there's all kinds, um, descent to the valley, excuse me, there's all kinds, right? But if we just continually keep our eyes up and just keep it moving, like we don't have anything to worry about. And we have a lot to be thankful for, especially us as American Christians. Like we just, we have a tremendous amount of things to be thankful for. So many that, that you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that God's grace and mercy are fully being extended upon our whole, whole entire country hmm. because of what our founding fathers did and how they built like what this country is right now. Mm -hmm. And even though people are fully abusing it, disrespecting it, like God still is graceful enough to say, I'm going to give you those people more time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you more time, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, I don't know, that blows my mind. Yeah. And that's, you, you bring up, um, a thought of another aspect of what I'm thankful for. And it's that omniscience It's it's mm. that the Lord is all knowing mm. and that he does know everything that's going on. He knows exactly how I feel. He knows exactly how you feel. He knows exactly what we have in front of us. He knows every single detail way beyond our knowing and knowledge and it, beyond what we can ever know and, and learn to know. Um, but yet he does use us in those, those moments. And, and mm -hmm. it's like, he knows everything, but then yet still wants to use me in acts of service in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, man, if you really know me, like you probably wouldn't want to use me or you would think I'm going to use someone else that could be more effective or whatever. But he, he gives us the effectiveness and I'm thankful for that. You know, I'm thankful for him knowing that the things that I could do that would glorify him. And he allowed, he gives me the opportunity to do so. And hmm. sometimes I blow it and don't take the opportunity. But when I do, I sit back and I'm like, man, why me? Like, why, 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 you know, thank you. But why, like, what, yeah. why would you choose me to do that? Or why did you even give me that opportunity? Why did I get to see that? Why did I get to talk to that person? You know, and it's, it's because God knows. He knows what that person needs. He knows what I need. And mm. I'm thankful for that. Yeah, amen. Yeah, our, our ability to understand what God's plan is for us is like nothing. Yeah. Like we, can't, we can't understand it. But even as you were, you were saying that, like everything that we've ever gone through in life was so that God can have us look at him mm -hmm. like the sum of everything 
was just so that he could have us look at him. Mm. And when, <clears throat> when we give him our full attention, undivided full attention, he does his best work. But it's just, we have to give him that, right? Mm. And that's when, you know, that's when we get those glimpses of who he is and what he's done and it breaks us. And we're thankful, you know, we're 100% thankful. But it's, you know, those those intimate moments where, you know, you, you're, you're, you're reading the word and you're like, whoa, 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 like where, mm. wow. Or like you mentioned, you know, like I often, I often ask God, like, why me? Mm -hmm. Like, why me? Like, there's so many people that you could do so much more with. Like, you got the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> you got the wrong guy. But he says, you, no, I didn't. He says, yeah. You know, and it's that obedience, that obedience, that, that last part that, you know, that when I, when I have that and I'm thankful, you know, it's not like I sit like and have like a pity party and tell God he made a mistake because he does, <laughs> he's never made one in, in ever, ever. Right. Um, but just the, like the, the why me part of it, you know, and that, and that's what kind of leads to that thankful heart because, you know, Nick, you know me, you know, pretty, pretty good, man. And I'm, I'm the guy like, let's, okay, let's get to work. Like, let's, let, let's get to work. Let's get it done. Let's see what, let's see what God's going to do. Right. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's make some stuff happen here uh, through him. But I, I also, I also wanted to talk um, about, about Philippians. I'm sorry, Ephesians. I don't know. I flipped to a Philippians, but I meant Ephesians here. Um, but I wanted to, to, to do Ephesians because, um, Ephesians chapter two, verses four through ten, are um, awesome. some some yeah. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. There's, they're awesome. Some of my favorite verses. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of verses, um, but you'll see. You'll see why. First of all, it starts with like my two favorite words in the Bible. Um, it's and it's but God, mm. right? So no matter what happens, no matter what anybody's going through. And I hope you take this like as an encouragement and a reason to be thankful. Like everybody has a but God moment. Mm -hmm. And there's all kinds of things that should have happened to us. And on a grand scale of things, everything on this earth is attacking our physical body. Mm -hmm. Right? Everything is attacking. Even the oxygen that we breathe is contaminated. Like everything that is, is here is attacking our body, our flesh. Mm -hmm. Nothing can touch our spirit. Mm -mm. Nothing can touch our spirit. Mm. Our soul is sealed as Christians. We're good, mm. right? We could get attacked physically and spiritually. Yeah. We can't lose, right? Right. Let's say we physically get attacked and we die. Ultimate victory, we win. Right. <laughs> We're face to face with Christ. Yeah. We win, <laughs> right? So everybody has a but God moment. But what does that, you know, what does that but, but God moment, like when you have that pivot, that transition, and you realize how thankful we are, like, what does that look like? And then I love how, how Ephesians kind of breaks it down here. So it says, but God, who was rich in mercy, because get this, of his great love, with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. 
and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So that kind of rounds out Psalms 100 mm -hmm. because it puts it all into practical um, terms because Psalms was a song, right? And something that you would kind of sing. And as we sing songs, it encourages us, mm -hmm. but this is, this is practical and, 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 and like, you know, more ways than we would ever have time to kind of talk about on this podcast. Mm -hmm. But the point I wanted to make was the, but God moment, be thankful for that. Be thankful for all of the, but God moments that we've had, mm -hmm. but also be thankful because of the mercy and the love that we have that God would even create these, but God moments. Like I mentioned earlier, like we, that, that smell of our, any, any, any sin is this death to him, right? It's, it's the stench of decaying death. That's, mm -hmm. that's what sin is. But God yeah. sent his son down here because he loves us because of his mercy, but there's also work to be done, mm -hmm. but I, that work will never get us faith. That work is actually evidence that we have faith, mm -hmm. that God is using us so that we can show others what it's like to be a Christian. We could show others what Christ can do in their life. So we could show others what it is like to have a relationship with God and how, you know, nothing else matters in this world, right? Because everything is perishing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything we have, everything we want to have, everything we will receive in the future, nothing is like receiving this gift. No that God gave us by sending his son. Mm. And that's that eternal thankfulness mm. is knowing that we can only do so much, but the things we can't do, Jesus came before us and did it for us. Mm. And then he sealed us with the Holy spirit. You, you made that, you know, you said that we were sealed. We're like guaranteed. Yep. And that's like one of my favorite promises in the Bible is that the whole, that we're sealed and guaranteed as long as we believe. Like, mm. so if you're like, you can feel like the biggest failure, but if you believe Jesus died for your sins, you will be saved. Mm -hmm. And it's like mind blowing to me that you can like that. It's so simple, but people try to make it so difficult and make things. You have to do certain things in order to get this and da, 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 da. But it's like the the Bible makes it so clear that it's a, a free gift. It like especially throughout Ephesians, like you read yeah. Ephesians one time and you're just like. I don't have to work for nothing. Like yeah. Jesus did all the work. I just have to be able to receive it in faith. Mm -hmm. And that sounds easy, but in it, in my opinion is easy now because I've received it. Yeah. But beforehand, before I did fully receive that gift, it did seem difficult because I feel like a lot of what religion in the world puts in front of that makes it seem impossible. Yeah. Or undoable. Mm. Like, or something you have to constantly do. And it's like, no, no, no. You believe in Jesus, you're saved. Yeah. You're justified at that point. You're washed. Now, what are you going to do with it? Are you thankful for that? And then it, you start to see yourself serving and working out that salvation? Mm -hmm. Or do you, you know, receive it? You're thankful, but then the next day you kind of forgot about, you know, and then you're right back in your own old old self, old ways. And that happens a lot. And it happened for me for many, many years where I can mm -hmm. like the head knowledge is there, but 
my heart wasn't really in the thankful position. I would, I really didn't. I thought I had it. Mm. I thought I had everything under control. I thought I had made it already, you know, like where then you have to hit a, a bottom somewhere to realize that you don't and you're not in control mm. and you don't know what's going to happen even five minutes from now, let alone tomorrow and next year, et cetera. Mm. But God knows everything. And that's that omniscience again, that I'm thankful for because he knew I was going to have to go through that stuff in order for me to fully pay attention, but also me to fully receive. So that's that, but God, like, mm. um, I got it, you know, but God showed me, I don't. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of things that, that you mentioned. Um, the first one is like the seal, but I want to, I want to talk about before that, what you, what you mentioned about like the ritualism that religion presents uh, yeah. and then, and then considers that, you know, air quotes here, faith. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that in itself is like a spiritual tug of war. Like it is a spiritual tug of war between your flesh and your spirit. And then you are yielding every single time, you mm -hmm. know, to, or I shouldn't say yielding, you are pulling every time you do a ritual. God clearly tells, I, I believe it's Moses in Deuteronomy about the circumcision. Mm -hmm. He's like, you need to have your heart circumcised. Like, right. That's what needs to be circumcised. The flesh of your heart needs to be circumcised. Like don't, don't focus on these rituals, mm -hmm. right? These were all put in place as Moses steps the, you know, the nation of Israel through everything. And they're going to, 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 to inhabit the promised land. Like, Hey, like all of this is so that you will love the Lord, your God. Mm -hmm. This is just so that you don't forget what I did for you. However you need to do that. You need to do that. If mm -hmm. it's these rituals, then do that. And they didn't work by the way. Mm -hmm. They did not work. Mm -hmm. Right. Or we, Jesus wouldn't have came down here. Mm -hmm. That that didn't work. So, um, like, and God knew that, right? But we have to be careful with that, right? Because those works don't get us anywhere. That religion doesn't draw you closer to God. It's it's that true faith. It's that true seeking and understanding what was done at the cross. And you can't help but be thankful. Mm -hmm. You can't, right? When you understand that, you can't help but be thankful. You also realize there's nothing you can do to repay him. Mm -hmm. You try. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We try and we do whatever we're called to do, but there's nothing we can do to repay him, but give ourselves to him as a sacrifice on that altar. Mm -hmm. Like what Art was saying, right? Art Reyes was saying, yeah. you know, you just stay on that altar. We were that sacrifice on the altar. He's like, that's where you need to stay. Just stay on the altar. Don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Stay on the altar. And that was the whole point of his message. Uh, cool. Yeah. Super cool. Super cool. <laughs> the second thing is that seal. <clears throat> the, the um the example that's being used with the seal is that people would send things let's say mail and then they would have a seal which is an a signet ring that they would basically you know put wax on it and then they would push it down hot wax right and they would seal it with their ring they would only give it to the person that had that same pattern and that's how you would be able to claim that it's yours hmm. that seal that is put on us is a seal that Jesus came and, 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 and kind of put on our hearts. And that is our seal. The thing about like, let's, I, again, I want to use a letter. The thing about the letter is that letter until it is fully claimed belongs to that person. It's going to that person mm -hmm. and it's going to arrive to that person, right? Because that seal, um, ensures that, 
but it, that male goes through all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. It gets thrown, it gets tossed, it gets stepped on, right? It goes through the weather. Mm. Like there's storms that us as the letter are just going to go through our whole lives. But we're promised to make it to our destination. Mm. We're promised to make sure that that seal matches and is promised to be opened up. And we're going to be a love letter to the Lord when we see him face to face for all the things that he did in our lives. And he's going to open it up and say, welcome home, my good and faithful servant. Yeah. And for that, I'm thankful, Nick. Right. What a cool picture. That's a cool visual of the the letter going through. And I'm like, you know, it's a holiday season. So it's, yeah. it's easy to picture those trucks bustling around town right now with all those things in, in their back. And, and yeah, picture that that's you, you know, like you're rolling through life and, you know, you got drop off here, you got stepped on there, you mm-hmm. get kicked over here. And yet you're still sealed with that promise with that, the logo of, of Jesus on your heart. And that is our final destination. So mm-hmm. no matter what you're going through at the end of it, what does pastor say? It all works out in the end. Oh, I got it written right here for you, man. <laughs> the end of revelation, it all works out at the end. Yeah. So, you know, again, one of those things that's like easier said than done, but I, I believe that mentality is half of the game. And if you if your mind, if you have that helmet of salvation on and you know that Jesus saved you and you're, his child, mm. I don't think we could be touched. You know, we can go through things. We can get kicked. Like I said, you're yeah. picturing that that male going from like California to New York. Mm. Like you're going to go through the ringer. Mm-hmm. But he's already guaranteed you to finish. You know, he, he told the disciples, we're going to go to the other side of the lake. And mm. what did they do? They started freaking out in the middle because right. they went through a storm. It's like, but, no, no, God. No, yeah, but, but I said oh, we were going over there. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn how to learn how to trust that and be thankful for those circumstances and those situations, even the difficult ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And be, and kind of have that, that zealousness, you know, almost to a fault for what Peter did. Right. You know, Peter had some amazing zeal. Right. And I'm not talking about Peter, the zealot, right. But I'm talking about Simon Peter. Yeah. Um, But he had like the, um, the zealousness for to do work, right? So much so that he truly believed that he would die for Jesus. And in the garden, when when you know when all of those soldiers came up, right? You know, Peter pulls out his sword and is about to hack this dude's head off. Yeah, right. Like he's like, no, I, I'll die for you, right? Not knowing, right, that um, he's a fisherman and can't wield a sword, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he wielded it. <laughs> But you know the 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 I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure that I don't go too far here. The because I could go crazy <laughs> on this one. The the fact that his zeal led him to want to pull out his sword and swing on people that are just they out they were outnumbered by far. For real, yeah, they're outnumbered by far, right? And 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 that zeal that he did helped Jesus even minister to him more. So it's better to have that zeal and then understand that, you know, there's some course correction than just to sit back and do nothing. Like mm-hmm. God put us here for a reason or we would be home with him. Yeah. Like we're, we're here for a reason. We were given this day today because he has work to do. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, are we going to do it? And that's where that Psalm of Thanksgiving comes in because, you know, there's, there's, there's that, you know, that obedience that we have to have. And that seeking him with a thankful heart. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. I look forward to what you're going to do and just, you know, get to work. Mm.
Yeah, yeah. That's a, you know, again, thankful for even this discussion because Mm. I know I've been even ministered to because thinking of the things that I can get stuck on, you know, say like uh, finances or, Mm. or whatever the next move might be. I can get stuck in that, that worry almost, or the, the anxiety of, man, what is going to happen? But if I'm thankful, like if I'm truly thankful for what the Lord has given me and is doing, then I should also be able to trust what he's doing too. Mm -hmm. Even the things I can't see, you know, that's the whole faith by faith by, you know, we're, we're not walking with what we're seeing, or yeah. even if we don't see what's in front of us, we're still going to walk as Jesus told us to walk yeah. and just trust that he's going to put something there for our foot to land on. Mm-hmm. And the last verses I kind of wanted to end with is still in Ephesians, mm. uh, but it's five, one through uh, five. Um, verse, yeah, one. I, I love verse one and two, first off. I love Ephesians, but I love mm. verses one and two and five. But four is kind of what brought me here because mm-hmm. this is this is this is our walk, right? You know, the, like we are in a world where we're, tra- we're not trapped, but we are walking in a world system until we get to that final destination. So using the mail again, if we're leaving California and the final destination is New York, like mm-hmm. we're going to get to New York, but we're going to go through some stuff on the way. Right. So Ephesians five, starting at one through five says imitate God. Therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children, live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. And there's, it kind of goes over all sin, all the filth, you know, that this world likes to offer us. Mm -hmm. The sexual immorality, the impurity, greed, those are... Those are things that we're going to see, right? There's going to be billboards of promiscuous women. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people that dress inappropriately at places you go to. Mm-hmm. There's the impurity, like our thoughts and the things that we tend to stick ourselves into. You know, mm-hmm. it's like getting out of the will of God and now trying to like satisfy the flesh in some way, shape or form. And then goes to greed. Mm-hmm. And that's like the money and the stinginess, you know. And, and those are all things that our natural inclination would bring us to those things, mm-hmm. especially with the, the sights, the, the smells, the, 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 the actual touches. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on to the obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes. These are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. Mm-hmm. That was the verse that kind of stuck me here because obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. Mm-hmm. Like that one hits me in the heart because I have to take that self inventory. How much during, how much time during the day do I fall into that category? Mm. I don't say, I don't say that it's the majority of the time, but am I in workplaces or is there just, you know, I, I, you know, Oh, what are, what are you going to eat today? You know, Mm. like, like those could be, other like you can have other edify, edifying conversation with someone rather mm-hmm. than talking about 
a physical thing, mm-hmm. whether it be a food, clothing, et cetera, et cetera. Or just, you know, coarse jokes like those. I work in a warehouse environment and that kind of gets thrown around a lot. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that I say them, but if I'm partaking as in I hear it and I laugh, mm-hmm. like that's that's a way of joining in. Yeah. We have to remove ourselves from that as much as we can. Like I said, we're going to walk through filth. And we're going to ask Jesus to plug our ears and pl- close our eyes and shut our mouth when we need to. Mm. But it's easy to fall into that category. And personally speaking, like it, I can find myself trying to make someone laugh. Mm. And was it honoring God or was it anything that told them more about Jesus? Probably not, because mm. it was probably just the fact of like trying to make a bro- another person laugh. And mm. that's not bad, but at the same time, if we're supposed to be redeeming our time, we have to be wise how we're actually using the time too. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. The, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, hmm. you know, are those, are those things that we will continue to be tempted as long as we're here on earth, right? right. Those are things that are temptations and the idols that all those things become are exactly you know what paul's addressing here yeah. like he's just saying like you gotta you gotta watch out for these mm-hmm. he's like because god sent his son to cleanse you of all of those things mm-hmm. to give you the power through the spirit that you need to say no mm-hmm. to those things to right. not laugh at those jokes to not partake to not be enticed mm-hmm. to not be be wanting any of those things you right. know at all but it's also it's also the strength that we have and the thanks that we should have because we have that, right? right. And in Joshua, we can we can read. He says, "Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage." Right. And and for us as 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 um, as Christians in this time, like He truly has overcome. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, "I you know be be of good cheer. I have overcome the world." That that that's the world. So everything underneath this atmosphere, already overcome, already overcome. So I wanted to kind of close with uh, with the footsteps, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of people will probably know this, but it's a uh, it's always a great reminder for what we're thankful for. And if you don't know it, it's often pictured on a beach with like two sets of footsteps and then it just cuts off and then there's one set of footsteps and to consolidate the story it's basically a person having a conversation with god telling god i thought you were always going to be there for me like i went through this tough time Mm -hmm. and i was on my own Mm -hmm. and that's why there's single footsteps and then god responds i was with you through that time the reason there's single footsteps is because I picked you up and those are my footsteps walking you through. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the summation of our life, mm-hmm. right? That God's going to take us through everything that we need to. He'll even pick us up and carry us if he has to. Um, but he wants us to be who he called us to be. And like I said earlier, we're, we're all here in this time, in this place, because he has something to do with us. We should be seeking him and thankful and grateful um, for everything else that we get, like what you and I called, you know, collateral beauty, mm-hmm. right? Collateral beauty. So, you know, thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. uh, for giving us this day. And, and thank, my friend, Nick. Yeah, right. And thank you, Lord, for having strong shoulders and back for be able to lift me because I'm Amen. a big dude. He's a big boy. <laughs> big boy. <laughs> big boy. Thank you, Jesus.
All right. You want to pray it out? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Dear Jesus, we just thank you for today. We thank you for carrying us when we um, don't have the ability to move forward. Lord, we thank you for saving us and all that you provide. Um, even in those times when we think you're not there, Lord, I thank you for always being there and always knowing what we need and um, just knowing all things um, as far as us personally, but also uh, as far as this world goes, Lord, we know that we can see how um, divided or distracted this uh, this world system can be, but I know that you know all things and that you're working it all for your good. And we just thank you for um, just being in control of all things. And we thank you for hearing our prayers. We thank you for even uh, giving us this time to to talk about you on this podcast, on your podcast, Lord. We thank you for all that you've done for our families. And we pray for um, those listening, that they also uh, can feel your presence and be thankful for um, what you've done in and through their lives. And we just pray that we can stay focused on you through these holiday seasons and not this holiday season and not be uh, distracted by what the world uh, wants us to be distracted by or whatever it may be showing us. I pray that we stay focused on um, you and why you've uh, got us here and that we're here for not just um, to please somebody, but for a purpose to to serve you and to to show others your love and your your mercy and your kindness. And we just thank you for all that you do for us. We love you. And it's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you. And so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you. And if possible, please post or share with anyone that may enjoy our podcast. Thank you and God bless.